I'm really focused on, I think for 2022 is simplifying my life. That's always a good one. I tend to add and add Mm -hmm. and add. And then I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. I have too many things going on. Yes. And so I think simplifying and even with stuff. Yeah. Time, you know, watching shows. I'm like, is this show bringing me any value? Any Mm -hmm. warm But does it make you laugh? Marcy makes me louder. Yeah, that's true. Spend time with Marcy. Come to my TV. house. Yeah. That's true. Hi, this is Jeff. And I'm Angela. And we're two big-ass runners from the East Coast in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Welcome to the Big Ass Runners Podcast, where we entertain and encourage trail runners from all over the world. While Stephen's away, the Clydesdale will bray. Now here's your host, Jeff Harrell. Well, great job, Jeff and Angela, on that intro. And thank you for listening out there in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And we're going to talk about Jeff and Angela, maybe a little, little hint, maybe during the shout out and kudos. We'll have to see. But great job on that introduction. My name is Jeff Harrell. This is the Big Ass Runner podcast episode number 74. I think we have a great episode for you. You know, it is. Believe it or not, this drops on December 27th. We just made it through Christmas. I hope you had a great, if you celebrate Christmas or whatever holiday you do celebrate, I hope you had a great time with friends and family and got a chance to perhaps do a little recharging and reflection. But we are about to enter a new year. And one of the things that a lot of us think about, at least more so at the beginning of the year, it seems like is our nutrition. And if you've heard me say on this podcast several times before, we would love to talk more and more about nutrition. Can someone hand me some of that cheese ball? God, I feel like I'm going to pass out. I need some salad cheese. Frickin' dizzy. Yeah, sure. Here, here. Take some. And find some experts that can lead us along in that discussion. Well, we found one in segment one. We're going to talk to Eve Pearson. She's an absolute nutrition expert. So more to come on segment one. And then segment two, we couldn't start the new year without hearing from Marcy Baser. So we will have an awesome chat with her about some of the goals that she has. Timmy Time will also join us and myself. So really looking forward to that. But before we get going with the episode, there's a couple of things I wanted to chat about. First of all, Birthdays. So if you have a late December birthday, which I've got lots of friends and family that fall into that category. My birthday is in February and I feel like February gets a little bit lost. You kind of get overshadowed by Valentine's Day, but late December birthdays certainly get a little bit lost or competing with the big guy. And so I just wanted to give a special shout out to all the big ass runners out there who may have had or are having a late December birthday. Happy birthday. I want to call out specifically some people here associated with the show. First of all, Stephen, his birthday, this, by the way, this episode drops on December 27th. Stephen's birthday was yesterday, December 26th. Happy birthday, Stephen. My amazing wife, Allison, her birthday is today, December 27th. My oldest daughter, Hannah, her birthday is December 30th, and my sister, Jennifer, 
I have two sisters. She's the older of the two. Her birthday is also on December 30th. And my dad's birthday is on New Year's Eve, December 31st. So happy birthday to all of them and all of you that celebrate late December birthdays because I know a lot of times those get a little bit overlooked. And then the second thing I wanted to hit on was one way I've had a lot of people reach out and say, hey, how can we help the podcast? We enjoy it. We want to help you guys in some way. The best way that you can help us, I think you've heard us say this before, is to give us a written review on Apple Podcasts. Because when you do that, the whatever the algorithms, the data scientists understand this, they've explained it to me. I don't quite understand. There's something about the algorithm that when you have more reviews, people can find your podcast more easily. And we just got a new review from Klee Dog. Klee Dog, thanks so much for this review. Title of the review is Awesome Pod for New Trail Runners! Exclamation point. It's a five-star review. It says, so funny and heartfelt pod, truly inspirational for those just getting into trail running. New fave, Jeff and Steven and the Big Ass Runner Herd Gang are building something special. Well, thank you so much, Klee Dog, for that awesome review. And that would be my one ask for the new year is if you want to give back to the podcast in, in some way, certainly support all of our partners. And we'll talk about those uh, throughout the podcast. We've got merch on our website, BigAssRunner.com. But a written review is an easy and free way to support the show. So thank you for that. Well, with those things in mind, let's get going on episode number 74 of The Big Ass Runner. Well, as I mentioned in the open, we've been wanting to do more content on nutrition especially as I think about my training. I think nutrition is probably my biggest weakness. And now that we're at the beginning of the year, a lot of people are thinking about new nutrition goals. And so we've wanted to have someone on that really knew this topic well. And we are very fortunate. You're going to hear a little bit of Eve's background in our conversation, but I wanted to set it up this way. She has all the education. She has a Bachelor of Science in Coordinated Dietetics from TCU. She has an MBA from UNT. She is a registered dietitian nutritionist, and she is an LD, which is a licensed dietitian. So she's got all the knowledge. But I think what separates Eve from others is she also is an athlete. She was a cheerleader at TCU. She's completed an Ironman. She's completed two Boston marathons, and she's completed several ultra marathons. And she owns NutriWorks, Inc. And what I love about NutriWorks, this is their philosophy. They train you to use food and fluid to activate your performance goals and improve your body. Eve is the perfect person to help guide us through this, and we hope this is the first of many conversations that we'll have with Eve. Without further ado, here is my conversation with Eve Pearson. Well, now joining us on the Big Ass Runner hotline is Eve Pearson. Eve, welcome to the Big Ass Runner. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, we're super excited to have you, and as I said in the open, this this is a topic, nutrition, that I feel like we want to talk more about. And when you know one of our listeners, Sheila, connected you and I, I was really excited to, to talk to you 
Because again, I think nutrition is one of those things that we think about maybe down the line. It's not one of the first thoughts. So we're going to dive into that. But before we kind of dive into that, I want to talk a little bit about your background. I would love for the big S runner herd to get to know you a little bit. So let us know, you know where you are in the world, a little bit of, about your background. Sure. Well, I just wanted to say thanks for having me on the show, and I'm excited to be here as well. I would say that I uh, am from East Texas, actually, originally. came from Long Beach, Texas, uh, came up to Fort Worth in 99, came to TCU, and basically tried to stay in Fort Worth, but moved around a little bit in Texas and then just kind of settled in Fort Worth back in 2010. So I am in the DFW Metroplex now. I love it. And I believe you were, did you cheer at TCU? Is it, or did you, let me back, let me, let me back up before, even before that. Did you grow up in sports, athletic background, athletic family? I did. So I started actually as a gymnast in elementary school and transitioned over to cheer in like fifth grade and then cheered through college at TCU. And I would say, I mean, that was it. I based, I did play a little bit of softball in high school because we could do cheer and softball at the time, same year, you know. Got but it. other than that, I I got out of college and I got a brochure in the mail for team and training, as I'm sure a lot of listeners have heard of team and training back in the past, an endurance training group. And I kind of feel fortunate that that brochure signed up in my mailbox because I'm pretty sure I was about to go through the what am I going to do with the rest of my life? <laughs> kind of, yeah. you know, after spending my whole life doing athletics and cheer and competing and everything. And then I get this brochure and sign up for my first triathlon. So, and what was it? So you get this brochure and your in endurance, what was it about that that made you go, yeah, I'm, I want to sign up for that? I think it was just a challenge, pretty goal driven, you know, just nat- by nature and, I knew that I still wanted to be active and do something. And so I just thought, well, I will try this. Of course, I didn't have a bike and I didn't even know you had to buy a special parachute to run. (laughs) And I didn't have access to a pool close to me. So I had to drive like 45 minutes to get to an indoor pool. So probably wasn't the smartest idea at that point in my life, but I decided to do it. And because I've seen I've seen your bio and, and I was going to read it beforehand, but I'd love to actually just chat a little bit more about it. Because you you've done endurance events, you've done triathlons, you've done trail events, you've done some big mileage. Talk a little bit about kind of what you've been doing in the endurance sports arena. Yeah, so twenty years next year will be my anniversary on endurance sports. So I kind of jumped over short distance stuff and just started with an Olympic try my first one out of the gate. So that was in 2002. Um, Did triathlon for about, probably about four years and, you know, ended up with Ironman before triathlon was really popular back then. And then triathlon kind of got big after that. So um, after I did that, I kind of transitioned to road running and just, you know, kind of went for the Boston Marathon, which that took me a few years to, to get under my belt. I, I, started in say 08 and I finally qualified in 11. So it took me a couple of years to get my speeds up to get fast enough to do that. I went to Boston. Yeah. I went to Boston in 13 and 14. And then, then that's when I kind of started transitioning to trail endurance, like ultra running. So, you know, did a couple of local Texas races and kind of dabbled in that for a few years. And then I, I still would trail run. I like it. I enjoy it 
a lot. I do a lot of hiking now, like 14ers and stuff. But back then, I kind of, you know how life has it. I, I got into mountain biking. So okay. I, I started really racing like short distance mountain biking at that time. And that kind of got me out of trail running a little bit just because the focus, you know, needed to be a little bit different. But then I got back into ultra running and finally did a hundred miler a couple years ago. So just a lot of, you know, my experience and what I choose to do as an athlete, like over the years is really so I kind of understand what my clients are going through. And I don't generally stick into one sport for too terribly long. Like I'll do it for four years or six years or whatever, and just kind of get an idea of, Hey, what's going on over here. And, you know, it just helps me understand that sport a little bit better or, you know, the mindset or whatever. So, um, so did that and kind of got into really this ultra mountain biking, you know, and did Leadville a couple of years ago on the mountain bike. And I like mountain biking the most. I enjoy it. Like that's my fun sport now where I, I just love going out and doing that. And I, I really like hiking a lot now. So I do trail run occasionally still, but I, I like to climb. <laughs> and yep. So I'm, I'm kind of into, you know, go to Colorado every summer and hit a couple 14ers and stuff like that. So it's just kind of evolved over the years, but that's pretty much touches all the different, you know, ultra endurance and endurance sports like for the last 20 years, right? You've done a little bit of it all. And I think it's important for us to, to have covered that because I remember my first 50K, I, I had some knee pain. And so I went in to to a doctor, to a knee doctor, and you know, he was looking at it and and you know, did the MRIs and the whole thing, and then you know, gave me some advice like stop, stop running, like don't run anymore. And I asked him, I said, "Do you run?" He goes, "No, I'm not a runner." I was like, "Wait a minute, okay, I, I want to go to a doctor that's a runner that understands the passion and the you know and, and what it takes to run and the importance of running." And I think it's great if, if we're going to talk to you about nutrition that you've you you get it because you've you've done these endurance events right. as well. I think we've all been to those doctors. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like stop running. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. What's, what's my next option? Let's figure yeah. something else out. Well, how did you transition? Cause I know, you know, sports nutrition is a passion. How did you go from college? Was that something you studied in college? Always had an interest in how did you transition into that? Yeah, that's a good question. So I got really fortunate early on. I didn't really realize this was happening. I picked a program at TCU, which there were only a very few of these in the country at the time where I could combine getting my dietetics license in my undergraduate program. So back then, which things have changed a lot now, but back then, most dietitians had to go on to get their master's degree and do their internship during their master's program. And I just got really lucky to stumble upon a program where I did all that in undergrad. So I came out of TCU, you know, as a dietitian. And then I was fortunate enough in that case to then be able to get my master's degree in business. So I really appreciate that now. I don't know that I really understood what I was getting myself into back then. Nowadays, all dietitians have to have a master's degree. So, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of professions are going that way. If you look at, you know, kinesis and physical therapy, where the next degree program up is where you have to go. But I like that you asked that because when I went on to get my business degree, that's kind of what started me into private practice and what I've done with my career. But that gave me the opportunity to then you know, study sports nutrition on a different level and, you know, get some very specific training over the years in sports nutrition versus go get another master's degree in a very generalized area of nutrition. 
So that was really nice. And so a lot of my work over the years, you know, I've been involved in different programs. I've worked for different organizations, different professional teams, college teams, stuff like that. So even though I'm an endurance athlete and, you know, I get that part of it, I do work with, you know, all the gamut of sports right now and um, have had the opportunity to work with, you know, professional athletes and Olympic athletes, as well as just beginners. Right. So and kids, too. So I, I love working with kids, you know, as they're kind of progressing through their athletic careers. And, you know, there's just a lot of stuff that goes on in the world of sports nutrition that, you know, many people just don't think about. I mean, from I know this is a topic, especially with runners and female runners, you know, we have a lot of problems with amenorrhea and runners, young runners, and even working with doctors, sometimes pediatricians and endocrinologists, they don't, they don't really get that. And, you know, they refer to the wrong people and really it's just a food problem, right? Yeah. So it's, yep. been, it's been real interesting over the years to, I mean, I think I fell into sports nutrition at the right time because Back then is when the NCAA schools were starting to hire dietitians, and it was an area where sports nutrition was like pills and powders, and then sports nutrition became food, right? It's yep. like how do you yep. eat food and timing and, you know, how much protein and carbs and fat and all of this stuff. So it actually was a really great time to, to get into it. Well, I think it's important too that people know your background in that because I think one of the things that we talk a lot about on the show, one of the things that we value the most with the Big Ass Runner Herd is that they they trust us to, you know, when we when we make recommendations on gear and bring in different partnerships, you know, we, we really value that trust and we would never want to to recommend something or bring in something that we didn't love and use and have you know have complete trust in so sure. I just wanted to, I wanted to make sure people know you're big time in the space you know what you're talking about and you're an endurance athlete so you just have that authority I think that's so important as we really dive into nutrition and how important it is and so I'd love to transition into that because I think as I think about my training and I think this is true for a lot of trail runners we think about our training as, you know, the big runs on the weekend and you're trying to get those runs in during the week. And, and then hopefully we build in some mobility into that and some strength training. And then we really hope at some point we're thinking about hydration. And for me personally, I think this is the case with, with a lot of folks, nutrition sort of falls down to the bottom of the list. We know it's important, but maybe we don't get to it like we should. Why do you think that is? And and I would love to talk about, you know, why nutrition should be as important as that long run you have on the weekend. Sure. I think nutrition is one of those areas that encompasses a little bit more than just a thing you do. There's a lot of psychology that goes with nutrition and our eating habits. You know, they start when we're growing up and a lot of people influence our decisions around how we eat and what we choose to eat. And so, if we never really learn, you know, the reason behind why am I going to choose to eat a meal within this amount of time of running or, you know, why am I going to choose a meal before I run in this amount of time? And what does that consist of? You know, if we don't grow up seeing that or knowing that or hearing about that, then we're just going to do what we're taught to do, whether it's from family members that we learn from or, coaches that we, you know, grew up training with, or even our training partners, or, you know, our running group friends that we run with. So I think that's a lot of it is, it's not just, you know, one of those things. And then 
the other part is nutrition is really individualized and it's not just a simple, like everybody does the same thing. You know, we all weigh different amounts, different genders, different goals, different paces. That all plays a big role in what types of foods that people should be choosing and how they're choosing to eat them. So it's a, I think sometimes it gets a little complicated for people. And the other part is kind of back to the degree a little bit. Uh, I won't sit on this too long, but everybody out there right now is a nutrition expert, right? There's my, my profession is not protected from your chiropractor or your personal trainer or your coach or whomever from teaching you nutrition. So it's so true. Yeah. So you hear all this information and social media and, you know, you know, in the article in the magazine, and it's just so confusing to people. So they kind of just like kind of deer in headlights, throw it to the side because it's like, I don't know what to do because, you know, I've heard like a million different things to do. So I think I'll just keep training and try to do my mobility and get enough sleep. And that nutrition thing over there is too complicated, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and it also seems like there's a new quote unquote diet, you know, every other week in turn, you know, if it be it paleo or keto or intermittent fasting or, <laughs> High fat, low fat, no carb, high carb, high fat, no fat. You know, it's just, it's like, what do I, what, to your point, what do I listen to? I, I'm, I don't know. I'm very confused. Not only am I getting different people talking about it, but I'm getting different opinions within those people. And so it's just, it's hard to cut through all that clutter and really understand or really have a good sense of what I should do next. It is, yeah. Well, let's talk. I'd like to talk a little bit about, you know, some of the, the myths out there that I've heard from runners before. One of them I think that's popular is, hey, I run so I can eat whatever I want. And that may not necessarily be a myth. There's some probably some truth to that, but I think there's uh, effects <laughs> of that mindset sure. that I'd love to talk about and kind of dissect a little bit. Yeah, I think that, you know, running as a sport by nature is one of the high calorie burning sports, right? So we generally, and especially when you're doing long distance running, and so that mindset is one that a lot of people live by. It's like, oh, well, you know, my Garmin says I burn 1,300 calories today, so it shouldn't really matter what I'm eating. And, yeah. you know, if you're just using, like, let's just say you're using your body weight as the measuring stick of that and that your body weight is stable. So you're not gaining or losing weight. You're just staying stable. So in your mind, you're like, oh, well, I'm eating enough. For my running because my body weight isn't changing. Some people use that mindset, right? Mm -hmm. They're not yep. necessarily looking at, okay, well, you know, I just ran a 50K in this amount of time last year. And this year, I want to run a 50K in less time. I want to go for a performance goal. So I should be looking at what are some things I can do in addition to training and the mobility work and the sleep and all of those other things. It's like, what can I do? Well, nutrition is one of those things. You can time things better. You can use the macronutrients differently to help fuel and recover. And that would then in turn help improve performance. Um, I think the other thing that people don't think about from a nutrition standpoint with that mindset of like, I run so I can eat whatever I want, is how nutrition affects your injury rates and also your illness. If you're sick and you can't work out because you're sick, then that takes you out, right? If you're injured and you can't work out, then that takes you out. So there's a lot of nutrition that goes into that as well. So are you saying, Eve, that we should think about food as not 
just something we put in our body, but more like as fuel. So depending on what our goals are, so our goal is to increase performance, we would want to fuel that differently. If it's just, hey, I'm I'm happy being where I am. I'm happy with the weight I'm at. Then I might fuel myself a little differently as well. Is, is that kind of what we're, we're thinking? Well, yeah, I think too, the other way to think about it is a lot of people, when they do their long running training, like say on a weekend, because that's when a lot of people would do long training sessions, they don't oftentimes eat enough on the weekend because for one, we're spending a lot more hours running. Maybe we're busier. Maybe you've got kids activities that you're running around doing outside of your running. And so you don't put as much thought into how much you really need to be eating on, say, a Saturday, Sunday training session. And then throughout the week, you end up over-consuming energy or calories because of that. So you're uh. basically kind of under-fueling for the really important long runs on the weekend, and then you're over-fueling during the week. And some people will look at that, and they'll end up sometimes gaining weight because they do it that way. Then they're like sitting here, you know, I'm training, I'm running, and I'm gaining weight. Like, what's going on? Or I started this process to lose weight because I know running burns a lot of calories and I really wanted to use this as a way to change my body composition and they don't because of that same reason. Got it. So that's just looking though at body comp. That's not really, and, and weight, that's not really looking at the performance side of it, right? And the injury prevention and all that. I mean, it gets really detailed when you're looking at what things can you do to become a better runner, a faster runner, more efficient runner, what can you do to get down to your race weight that's going to be good for you? What can you do to stay injured, you know, basically injury free and, you know, not get sick and all these things, right? Again, kind of, what can I do to keep running? Um, And as I was mentioning to you earlier, like off, you know, off the record is, you know, I see the athlete across the lifespan. So I see the athlete at 13 and I see the athlete at 78, right? And I see what happens from, a 30-year-old to a 40 to a 50-year-old. And I think, you know, a lot of us get into this and we say we want to do this for a long time. So if we want to do it for a long time, then we really need to try to do a little bit better on our nutrition and our mobility and our, you know, warming up and cooling down and all the things that become problems later, you know, as aging kicks in. Yeah. And we, yeah, we were talking about this before we kind of hit record. And I think it's interesting because I've got a 17 year old who has, I don't know, super low body fat because he's 17. He's growing really fast. He eats mac and cheese. He's okay sometimes, but you know, his diet is not probably as tight. And here I am, I'm 53. If, if I had the same diet, I'm going to, you know, my body's going to consume it differently. Right. So I think it's just, it's just interesting to think about the aging process. And as we get older, is it, I'm going to make an assumption as we get older, we probably need to be thinking more and more about nutrition and becoming sure. better at, at higher quality, better nutrition as we get older. Cause it's probably more important at that point. Well, yeah. And think about really, why are we all really doing this? Right. I think, I mean, I was running this morning and I saw a guy that looked like he was at least 80 years old mowing his yard. And I was like, yeah, I want to do that, (laughs) you know? And it's like, what I think we're all probably doing this to be healthier and have a better quality of life later on, which is, I mean, I'm sure we all have our own lives too, but 
there's that ultimate why. Yeah. Is, you know, I just, I don't want to be sick when I get older. You know, I don't want to, you know, I want to have choices. Like if I'm fortunate enough to live that long, then I want to make sure that I can still move and all that. So if we're not paying attention to nutrition, then we may not be able to do that. Absolutely. And I think it's important because we're having this conversation in this episode is going to release right at the end of, of 2021 <laughs> and people are starting to make those 2022 new year's resolutions. So, you know, we wanted to kind of kick off this topic with you today, but we're certainly hope, hoping to have you back periodically to, to dive a little deeper into some, you know, more detailed, more specifics. So we're really, really excited about that. I think today right. we just wanted to, we wanted to introduce the topic and kind of get people thinking about nutrition, maybe a little bit differently Again, this show is about you know, the everyday runner who's balancing life and work and kids and priorities and commitments and nutrition sometimes falls at the bottom. And so we wanted to maybe elevate that a little bit. So with that, I do want to ask you, because you've just mentioned, you know, why you, you see the person 80 mo in the yard. I want to be that. Tell us a little bit. And this is one of our favorite things we talk about on this show. Tell us a little bit, Eve, about your why, maybe as an endurance athlete. And maybe also as someone that's helping endurance athletes with their nutrition. Sure. I think that my why, and probably for those of you that have been doing this as long as I have, it changes over time. So as I mentioned before, I think I got really lucky that that brochure showed up in my mailbox and that I stumbled upon endurance as a second life, you know, career, (laughs) basically, after spending the first half of my life doing sports. So Back then, I did it because, you know, it's a goal, it's a challenge, you're young, I can do whatever, you know, you don't think about it. I feel like as that evolved, that exercise for me has probably been medicine. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you look at my genetics and my family history and my, you know, close relatives, like I should be on a lot of medication right now. and. It should be, you know, mental health, um, you know, other other diseases, heart disease and diabetes and all that. So I kind of look at it as I have managed to live my life now in a way that I haven't had to take any, you know, um, antidepressants or um, diabetes meds or high blood pressure meds or cholesterol meds yet, you know. And I'm not saying that I'll never have to do that because it's in my genetics, but um, I just certainly didn't have to start it at the same ages as my grandparents and my parents, right? Yeah. And that's really, I think, why if I have to look at, you know, why I keep doing it and why I keep setting the goals and why am I going to get into x next year <laughs> um, and try something different? Um, I think it's just that. It's like I've seen and I feel very fortunate to have learned nutrition so long ago that it's been able to, or it's enabled me to, you know, stay away from that stuff, but also, um, you know, just continue to stay healthy and, um, or at least still healthy. Right. Um, and get through these races in a way that I feel good and I feel energized and, you know, it's not like, Oh, that training, you know, that day was terrible. I can't do anything else the rest of the day, you know? Um, so that's it. I would say that's my, my why. Yeah. And I think for a lot of us that trail run or doing endurance sports, like how long can I do this at a level that I want to do it? And I think nutrition is such an important part of that. So I'm excited to have you back on periodically to dive into that. And we're going to dive into Xterra's next time we have you on as well, because I want to learn, I want to learn more about that. It sounds like a challenge. 
<laughs> well, I would say that's my why, but the reason that I help other people do these endurance events and help runners learn how to use nutrition, generally they come to me with a goal in mind. They're either trying to change their body composition, their weight, or they're trying to improve performance or trying to conquer a distance they've never done before. They're kind of nervous about that. So it really kind of motivates me to work with them through their successes. I think that, I don't know if that sounds self-serving, but um, it feels good. It makes me feel good to help other people to do those things. But I think in the back of my mind, I'm always just also thinking about helping them learn how to do something that is going to help them stay healthy and be healthy and keep moving, you know, like I want to do. Right. So that's why I like to help other people. I love it. It feels really good. It takes a lot of work to get there because you don't know how to do it. Right. It's just like learning how to use a budget. Basically, you know, it's like if you've never done that in your life and say your parents were poor money managers and you just never were exposed to any of that stuff, then, you know, nutrition is not easy to implement. And then it takes a little while. It's not like an overnight thing. And, you know, that's a, you mentioned all those diets earlier and people really like to follow rules, right? They want black and white. They want to be told that they can eat this or they can't eat that. Right. And that's not what nutrition is about. (laughs) And so it's just, it's just interesting, you know, to help people evolve to the point where it's like, okay, this is my natural way that I'm going to eat that makes me feel good and perform well. And it, it feels good to, to get to that point eventually, <laughs> even though yeah. it does take a lot of work. <laughs> it's, all, it's like anything else. It's like, hey, I want to do a hundred miler. I can only run five right now. Well, it's going to take a lot of work to get yeah. to the point where you, you can do that. A lot of training runs, a lot of, you know, everything in between. And so makes total sure. sense. Yeah. Which is why I love well, this audience because they're, they're, you know, this audience is not afraid of hard work and doing hard things and sure. and yeah. discipline and, and all that sort of thing. So I think a lot of it's just education and elevating the importance of it and giving someone a reason to tackle it. So Eve, if someone wanted to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Is it on social media, your website? What's the best way? Honestly, Either of those ways is the best way. So I, I didn't mention this earlier, but I did write my first book back in 2020. I released it right when COVID hit. So it actually, you know, I didn't get to get the exposure that I wanted when it first came out. But it's called Sports Nutrition Rulebook for Runners. And it is definitely kind of geared towards road runners. But I do plan to release a trail running version of that book eventually. And then my private practice is called NutriWork. So N-U-T-R-I-W-O-R-K-S. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and then, of course, the website is just NutriWorkThink.com. So that's where we do a lot of our, you know, individual work with people. And we do a lot of group talks in the area to different endurance groups and stuff like that, too. So we can come out and talk to a group if that's something that any of the listeners are. Or now that COVID happened, we can do anything over Zoom (laughs) Um, or any of those platforms. So there you go. Well, thank you, Eve. We really appreciate your sharing this amazing knowledge with the Big S Runner Herd. We'll talk to you soon. (music) 
Well, one of the things we absolutely love to do is to give shout outs and kudos to the big ass runners out there just making it happen. And as I teased in the open, we wanted to give a special shout out and kudos to Jeff and Angela Jordan. They are doing an amazing job. Listen to this. They started in September of 2020 on a journey to become more healthy. And since then, they have lost combined over 150 pounds and completed their very first ultra marathon in November of this year. So an amazing job, Jeff and Angela, of working hard, getting in better shape, getting healthy, hitting those goals. Super, super proud of you. Way to go, Jeff and Angela. Hey, Timmy time. What's up, Jeffy? You know what time it is? It's Bossy Bazer. Ooh, MB's back. Hey, boys. I haven't seen you like in an hour. <laughs> Where have you been? You live with me. I know. <laughs> I missed you. Hi. You see her like every three minutes, Timmy time. <laughs> I know, but I still miss her. That's true. We all do. Yeah. <laughs> she leaves and there's like a void. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. You're a good hubby. Yeah. You're he good. really is. Yeah. He's getting some points right I now. I know. He? he totally did. Yeah. He could have rolled me with what I usually leave the room with. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're glad to have Marcy back. I can't believe Christmas is over. We're post-Christmas. It's always a little depressing, don't you think, Jeff? I do, because it goes by faster and faster every year. Yeah. Yeah. Just think only 363 more days. Is that all? I think so. Something like that. Something like that. Unless we're in a leap year, and then we're hosed <gasps> on that math. Oh my goodness! Oh, leap year. Did you have a good Christmas though? Was it yeah. was it good? Did you get some downtime? Some well, relaxation. I don't get no. downtime. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of family though, yeah. which is fun, yeah. but it's yeah. not like downtime. That's my true. downtown's like going out and running and blowing leaves. Going to the and, lake. <laughs> yeah, that's the downtime for me. Did I got to be doing it? something. Did you go to the lake during the holidays? No, we're gonna go out there for New Year's though. I thought you were going out there to watch some Hulu. We are. I've got a lot yeah. of catching up to do. Yeah, I'd like to take a poll <laughs> on Hulu. Hulu. Yes, we found yeah. out. It, we have dinner before we record, and we found out that Marcy and Tim have the most expensive version of Hulu <laughs> ever created. It's like eighty bucks, fifty nine ninety nine a month. I think we pay ten, and they can't use it, but in one location. It doesn't make any sense to me. I thought the whole point was that you could log in from wherever. It's like Hulu cable or something, isn't yeah. it, Tim? I don't it's know. something crazy. Yeah. It's Hulu crazy because like, all you can we do can is... We can watch games and stuff. We yeah. get it for football. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's like the TV package kind of a thing. It's not just the... Me? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's the hose you package. Yeah, I, I think, think that's we it. we got the Hulu hose you package. We said, ooh, yes. Ooh, I want to get hose Did we package. get two of those? That sounds excellent. Sounds awesome. <laughs> can I have it double? And we watch yeah. it like... Two times a, a yeah, month. I feel like we yeah. maybe we should, I don't know, rethink that package. But anytime I do, then all of a sudden a game comes up. How much is cable? A lot you're, more You're paying than like that. 40 bucks a game to watch it. Yeah. It's so, worth it. Is it worth it? Hello, you games. Yeah. yeah Boomer. Well, next year it'll be Arkansas, too. Did we right. tell you that little Chuckster's going to Arkansas? <laughs> yes, her daughter's Charlie is going to the University of Arkansas for college, which is exciting. Well, it's the end of the year, and I thought what we could do is talk a little bit about 2021, do a little bit of reflection. I think it's a good time to reflect, see how the year went, if you had some goals you wanted to accomplish. I know, Marcy, you had a word that you I were did. focused I on. I did. How'd that go? Well, 
fortunately, I can remember the word. So, so that was, yay. That's a win. Especially since it's mindset. <laughs> I felt like overall, that was a win yeah. in and yeah. of itself that I could remember my word, which was mindset. Yeah. So, yay for me. Yay, Marcy. I would say, you know, you know, everyone knows 2020 was just, you know. 21. It, That's the it low, was, was low point. I know. I'm going back, oh, okay. but thank you for the corrections. You're welcome. We're going back. 2020 was like, oh my gosh. I didn't feel like 21 really got any better. Not Actually, I feel like another took took another step back for me from 2020. I was thinking, you know what? I remember 2020. I kind of miss it. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Well, you enjoyed some of, the, some of the changes of COVID. People enjoyed like getting mm-hmm. to spend more time at home. Yeah. Yeah. Simplifying life a little bit. We spent a lot of time with our family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there were some there were some benefits. Obviously the negatives probably outweighed most of the, yeah. the benefit, but there were benefits. Yeah. So twenty twenty one didn't get a lot better is what I'm hearing. No, twenty twenty one was a weird year. Yeah. It was weird. Because you felt like are we over the pandemic? Kinda, but we're kinda not still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think there were times where I thought I, I kind of forget about what we had oh, to go yeah. through, like the masks and all that. And then, and then all of a sudden something will pop up and you're like, Oh we yeah. We all got them back on uh, and we're back doing on it again. Or, and or remember there's a time you couldn't go to a restaurant or. Yeah. Well, now there's a time where you can go to a restaurant. You just can't get served. That's true. Cause there's, there's nobody, no. No, they can't get any workers. So yeah. many crazy things going on in this world. Yes. So, so overall. But, but anyways, I'm, mindset. Yes. The yeah. mindset. Well, it depends on the day, Jeff. I mean, I'm going to be real honest. <laughs> Some days I am on top of my game and then there's other days I'm like, I cannot find my mind. So, yes. eh, eh, eh. I, I mean, I could probably do another year with that one, honestly, yeah. but I don't think we will. I do yeah. not think we will. Well, I think there's we'll nothing move on. that says you can't. But there's you know. nothing that says I will. Oh, that's, a good, that's a good point. <laughs> it is a good point. Hard to argue with She's that. She's pretty direct. Yeah, hard to argue yeah. with that. I've gone a whole new direction when we get to that. Yeah. So what is your mindset about the next word in 2022? Well, I mean, I could call it a word if we want to, but really it's a it's a New Year's resolution. And okay. I've never been a resolution type of person. Yeah. But then again, I've never set one that I felt like was really obtainable. So this year, this one, it came to me while it was happening this past Monday morning. My mother was texting me and it was Monday and it was like 10 a.m. And this is going to sound so decadent because it was. And she's like, what are you doing? And I sent a picture of my feet to her. And she's like, are you taking a bubble bath on Monday morning? And I said, and I'm going to do it every Monday morning this year. Wow. That is my New Year's resolution. Boom. Drop the mic. I like it. Dropped it on my mama. You drop the mic on your mama, the bubble bath, Monday morning. Monday morning bubble bath. And I feel like I can really accomplish that. And it really set a good tone for the week. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, because I feel like that's a good reset. Definitely. It's a time to slow down. Yes. Especially has to spend two days with me, Saturday and Sunday. (laughs) And I go to work, and then she gets to relax. Yeah, reset. You're getting over the Timmy time time. Timmy time. There's a lot of activity. A lot of activity when Timmy time is home for 48 hours. Here's the thing about Tim, and you just mentioned this. Tim, Tim is not one to sit for very long. No, at They're all. Very active, which is very great. Oh, it's a it great is. quality. It is, especially when, when he wants something done. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. like unless we're like at the grocery store or something, and then she has to call me over the loudspeaker because he can't the find me. Tim's lost in the store all the time. It doesn't matter what store. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. All the time. That doesn't surprise yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, Charlie. Our daughter, who we can always find, even from the time of four in the grocery store, we're standing up front. Even sometimes it's just Charlie standing up front calling her dad. Yeah. 
Can't find Tim in the grocery store. I don't store. go in with the phone. Where are you normally? Like the in the produce section? Where are you? Candy. Lights, he is candy. always candy. in the candy. Oh. <laughs> but not always, because when yeah. you go to the candy, there he's yeah. not there. I could be looking at batteries. I could be looking in the batteries, little... Yeah, yeah, the grocery store. Light bulbs. Something shiny. School supplies. <laughs> Toothpaste. Oh so many things. You can just uh, wander around. Bars. He likes to look at bars. Yeah. Like protein bars yeah. and stuff? Big oh, into yeah. the protein bar. Yeah. I mean, I've got like my three hot spots to look for yeah. before Candy I start. number one. But if we're like we're cycling and not on the same cycle, I'm going to have to eventually call him. Yeah. yeah. It's time to go. And it's happened multiple times. Well, yeah. sure. Tim Bzer. <laughs> Tim Bzer. In the back of the. Tim, you know it's you. Come on. Come on, baby, up front. Tim Bazor, please. Bazor. It's Bazor, B-A-Z-O-R. Like a razor. It's so easy yeah. to say Very once you know, know it. But yeah, I, I can know. see all, you know, people get confused. It throws them. It throws them. It, yeah. it does. What about you, Timmy Tommy? Do you have a do you have something for 2022 that you're either a word or or a I don't know, a state of mind or something yeah. you want to accomplish? Is there anything for 2022 you've been thinking about? Marcy. Mar- yeah. Besides Marcy. <laughs> yeah, Marcy. <laughs> I don't so, know why Marcy just popped in there. I know. <laughs> so our uh, our family did the word of the year last year. I started doing a word of the year like in 18, and I had the same word for three years, and that word was um, perspective. <laughs> I forgot it because they're both P's. He had to look down. They're both P's. He had written P's. it down. Notes. He they're, looked down at his notes. I did because they're both P's. So I had perspective because yeah. my ego would somehow sometimes get big or I would, if I would sometimes feel down, I would always just remember, put things in perspective. Good. That's just good. Perspective. So I lived that way for, you know, two or three years. And then last year was purpose. Right. So what was my purpose? And, and how'd uh, it go? It went well. Yeah. You know? Awesome. I, uh, did you figure out your special purpose? It's singing, clearly. Singing, yes. Did anybody hear the line for that movie? Come on. Well, I say it again. I think I, I think I messed it up. I found out what my special purpose is. Oh. I don't know. That's it's from the jerk. Yes. Oh. yes. It's They're shooting so at the cans. Long. That's all That's, I know from the purpose. The can line, I would have yeah. gotten. I need to watch that again. It's been a long time. It's terribly wrong these days. It is. Yeah, a lot of those movies are. Oh, no. Oh, well, sorry. So purpose? So purpose, yeah. Good. So are you going to keep, are you going to do this in three years as well? Are you going to? No, purpose didn't really hit me as much as perspective. I can't use that to make myself feel better. Because I'd have to be purposeful. What am I being purposeful? Yeah, I was like, what? You know, that's my, not working. Yeah, yeah. stuff on purpose. Yeah, and stuff on purpose, which was cool. You know, I considered work purpose and sure. you know, home purpose, stuff like that. So now okay. I'll have to think of another word, but it'll have to start with a P. Yeah, Y Y P. Just to, potty. Just to confuse yourself. <laughs> yeah, so I have to look at those other letters. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like yeah, so. like alliteration, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So what about you? Yeah, I think I'm I'm really focused on I think for 2022 is simplifying my life. Mm, that's always a good one. I tend to add and add mm-hmm. and add and then I'm like I'm overwhelmed. I have too many things going on. Yes. And so I think simplifying and even with stuff. Yeah. Time you know watching shows I'm like is this show bringing me any value any mm-hmm. But does fuzzies? it make you laugh? 
Marcy makes me louder. Than that's true. Spend time with Marcy. Than some Don't invite my house. Yeah, well, that's true. I am coming to live with you guys. I oh, yeah, am so we're excited. Your bathroom's done. Yes. It is ready to roll. It yes. is Jeff worthy. So yes. the big ass runner herd needs to know something. So we lived with the Bazers <laughs> while our house that we bought, that then we found out had mold. It was the money com- pit. We had to completely gut the kitchen and couldn't live in it for... Was it six weeks? It ended up being six weeks. It wasn't six long enough. glorious yet. weeks. We lived with the Bazers. My whole family it was fantastic. We had a great time. It we was the best. You lived at this twice. It was the best of times. There was no worst of times. It it's was true. just the best it of times. It really was. It was the best experience. It was. It's yeah. like the golden days. It was I'd come home from work and you three would be sitting on the back porch just <laughs> talking. hanging out. Know, I'd wake so up great. in the morning. You three were on the couch just doing your Bible studies <laughs> or doing whatever. I know. It's it was fantastic. Awesome. And then we lived with you for a couple of days during Snowmageddon. Yep, that was fun. Good yes. flavor, but my daughter Hannah is having a baby. I'm so Yay! excited. Papa, me papa. Yes, papa. And, uh, <laughs> me papa. <laughs> in the month of May, and so she's going to live with us for a few weeks, and so I'm probably going to live with the Bazers for a little We're while. Very just, excited. No, probably just because. <laughs> just You've because, already promised, Jeff. Yep. I know. I know. That's I, my P it's word. It's going to happen. Promise. Yeah, you can't break promises. That's true. Oh. Oh. Promise. So very excited. But yeah, I think simplicity and and decluttering my life. Mm. And that means stuff. That means... Does that mean getting rid of the bazers? It does not mean (laughs) no. It means more bazers. Actually, I can help you with this. Can you? I am the queen of just cutting it out, cutting it off, and getting rid of it. Yes. We had this conversation. So we we had a big surprise 50th birthday party for scott's wife christian yeah so fun it was so it was a grease theme oh so much fun sandy and sandy (laughs) (laughs) i thought you were going back to australia (laughs) oh that's cool baby rocking and rolling what not (laughs) so but we're sitting around the table and just some stories friends around the table kind of thing and one of the friends of christian's was there talking about their parents now they were hoarders and they had all this stuff they had shown pictures and they kept, then Christian's sister-in-law was like if you hadn't used it in six months it's gone yeah. and that like in my brain go oh yeah it's great I need yeah. to start doing that maybe not six because seasonality you gotta think about that yeah. but yeah, if you year. haven't used it a year boom get rid of it I like that idea oh I've got methods for that you have methods I do like in your clothes closet yeah hang everything backwards like the hangers, you know how you hang it. Yeah. Hang it backwards, okay. and anything at January twenty three that's still hanging that way, oh, gone. Because you haven't flipped it. You haven't used it. You haven't used it. Oh, wow, that's a yeah. great. That's a great method. Uh, it's an excellent method. I I can declutter and get rid of stuff like nobody's business. Okay, well, you may want it later. I'm a little, <laughs> I'm a little hardcore. I'm almost rather go that way though. Yeah, you can always get something if you, you need to. Because then you go, did did I really need it? Yeah. Not really. Not Probably really. Didn't. No. Probably didn't. I'm going to do that with my suits. Dude, well, yeah, because yeah, he needs a suit. <laughs> Tim, suits are dumb. Then Tim will show up and get sold four. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I was yeah. like, you don't wear one. I know, but it was a deal. We'll always fall for a deal. We, we will, will always will. fall for a deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and start need to declutter. <laughs> I feel like sales guys get sold yeah. more than anybody else. You're that a, is the truth. Yep, yeah. It is. Yeah. Yep. Like I needed new running shoes. So I ordered them online, and then I was worried that they wouldn't be here for the race that we did back in December or earlier this month. And then I went to run on because I was so concerned that they wouldn't come. So I have two new pair of training shoes. Hey, you know, guess what, Timmy? Time what? you'll use them. Oh yeah. Oh, shoes use wear them. out. Yeah. He'll shoes use them. Out. What about 
running wise, Timmy time, do you have any goals for your trail running or your running this year? In Why is that only directed at Tim? Cause you're next. Okay. <laughs> Cause you're next. <laughs> I think I'm going to, uh, I'm going in, in alphabetical order. <laughs> so I think I'm kind of done with the long distance, like the 50 K's and you know, yeah, cause you miles. decided not to do the hundred. I decided not to do the hundred K. My body's just, I think I'm built more for a little speed. Yeah, speed, even though I'm 40, 46, I think I'm still a little quick. Yeah. So I think that's going to be my goal is to see what, how I compete. I think you should try to win yeah. some races. I yeah. Think that's you, what you came in fourth this last one. I yeah. think you can win some races. If yeah. you really focused on that, I think you, not, not that maybe. maybe that's the goal, but just to see if you could. Yeah. But if not, if I get fifth, sixth, 25th, yeah. just place. Pairs, uh, I enjoy it, but I, I enjoy running faster than I do. Uh, yeah, the longer. Long. Well, mm-hmm. and I got the quote for you. I feel the need. The, the need, need for, for speed. speed. Maybe that'll be your 2022. Yeah, there you go. There you yeah. go. So I need a speed Promise coach. Promise is a whole lot to work up yep. to. Not a speed dealer, a speed coach. <laughs> yes. That's right. <laughs> uh, so true. Well, don't Mar- call in if you're the latter. <laughs> or is that the former? Or the former. One, one of the two. One of those. That always confused me. Marcy, any, any goals for you? In I know you running? think running is stupid. <laughs> This is a this is a recording from when we very first started the show. Running is stupid. That is Marcy's infamous. Opinion. Running is stupid. Yes. So given that, what what are your what are your thoughts for 2022? I know you've been we've been walking more, which is I great. do I do walk. Yes, yes. I uh, my body's in recovery. Yes. For the as long as it lives from here on out, it's going to just be, we're just kind of working in a recovery mode. Yeah. And. Which means a lot of massages. Yes. yes. Bubble baths. Bubble, Bubble baths. baths on Monday. Every Monday. Um, there'll probably it. be some Epsom salt baths in there oh, too. Yeah. Just, you like some Epsom salt. I do. I like to just, you know, detox yeah. from all the toxin. <laughs> and I am. Uh-oh. She's I am going it, to her head on the microphone. join the gym again. Which one? <laughs> Just the regular gym. I'm not going back to old Orange Theory. Uh, yeah. It was a little too hard on my body. And I'm gonna, just going to go do weights. I'm going to keep up my walking. I am going to get back on my mountain hiking treadmill situation where nice. I had that thing all the way up and I was hitting it hard. I am going to do that. Hit it hard. Hit it hard. And I do plan on still climbing that mountain. Yes. Yes. We're climbing a mountain. Pikes Peak. We're going to Colorado and you're in. Oh, I'm in? We're going to do Pikes Peak. We're going to stay the night. It's a two-day trek up Pikes Peak. You get to camp out halfway. Sweet. I know. It's going to be a How come I don't know about this? You're finding out right now. She's finding out. She just just thought about it right now. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. This just came up. You know what? We're doing it this summer. Because, whoa, okay. Why not? I'm I'm in. (laughs) August, because we're doing rim to rim as well. August. Oh, we. I see. I would like to do rim to rim. Yeah, we're doing rim to rim in October. That yeah. sounds worse. <gasps> no, it's great. Yeah, it's October's great. good. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Marcy, you can tell them what else you're thinking about doing. You know, there's a lot of meditation, stretching. There could be stretching. I don't sure, know. Sure, I don't know. Could be. Jeff, are you a stretcher? I wish I were more so. Okay, let's trying. all stretch more in 2022. Well, I joined a new gym. I joined the 24-Hour Fitness, mm-hmm. and they've got some cool – because the gym I had been going to closed, so I had to find a new one. But they've got some really good stretchy things at this new gym. <laughs> like, like stretchy are things? They like bands? No, it's like – it's a little – thing you sit on and you know. oh i've seen those They're like little it looks like kind of like a funny little bike but yeah, it's a stretching thing it's a stretchy I've thing seen those at the gym yeah and it's it does stretch things that 
I can't normally stretch. So. Yeah, like yeah. high knees. It stretches yeah. the back Stretching of your high knee. The, stretches your uh, high knee. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna do, I, I have been doing that in anticipation for the 100K. Oh, nice. But once we get that done, I think I'm going to go try to get a little bit more muscle yeah. and then do not necessarily shorter runs like you, but not, probably not another 100K. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll That's see the one do. and yeah. done situation in a lifetime, but maybe not. That's your call. Yeah, it depends. Come, we'll see how come we, to the gym with me. We'll, we'll do weights. Which one are you going to go be at? I'll be at Apex. Apex, yes. We'll do weights. <laughs> we will do weights. That's what I'm going to do, weights. <laughs> How do you start the new year and not set yourself up for failure? Because it's like every year I do this and well, I Well, usually it's just people tearing you down before you start. Yeah. <laughs> I.e. What just I.e. TB. Yeah. TB. Just, uh, just literally happened. <laughs> literally just happened. Forget it. I'm just taking baths. <laughs> hey, I think that's not a bad goal. I think that was the only goal I had before this started. Okay, so, so I'm going bath back to my baths. Maybe maybe Pike's Peak if you can work that out. Yeah. Bath Pikes and Peak. Pike's Peak. That's it. Yeah. That's Stairmaster. That's pretty good. I'm not doing the Stairmaster. <laughs> that's not in my repertoire. <laughs> well, we would love to hear from the big ass runner herd. What are some of the things you're thinking about for 2022? What are some of the either words or challenges or goals or I don't know. Things. What do you call them? Your best things. The best things. What are your best things going to be this year? Yeah. For me, simplifying my life, living with the Bazers, Mm -hmm. and climbing Pikes Peak. Pikes Peak, yeah. Sounds good. Let me just talk about things you're looking forward to. Yes. That's true, too. There you go. That's true, too. Yeah, because we're all going to be empty nesters. Yes, that we is are. that's, that's yeah. going to happen in 2022. Mm-hmm. Both yep. of us will have our kids go, our youngest kids go to college. Yep. This is truth. Well, we'd love to hear from you. What are the things that you're focused on for 2022 as we enter a new year? It's hard to believe. Woo! 2021 is coming to a close. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Marcy Beza. (laughs) Bye, guys. Nice having you, Marcy. Thank you. Well, believe it or not, that is the end of episode number 74 of the Big Ass Runner podcast. I want to thank Jeff and Angela for that amazing intro, for Eve Pearson for sharing some amazing wisdom around nutrition. We look forward to having you on from time to time. Of course, big thanks to Marcy for her wisdom as well and for Timmy Time for joining her. We would love if you would support our amazing partners. We have three amazing partners that we work with here at the Big Ass Runner. Pathprojects.com. If you need some new apparel, that is the place to go. You know how much we love Path Projects. Pathprojects.com. One of our newer partners, Salty Britches, the best chafing ointment out there. Go to GetSaltyBritches.com and use the code, discount code, Big Ass Runner, all one word for 20% off. Oh my goodness. And if you got a little cash for Christmas and looking for a jacket, vanderjacket.com. It is cold. They are the best jackets, the best running jackets that there are. Vanderjacket.com. And of course, a big thanks and shout out to the audio engineer that makes us sound so good. Steve, sunny side up Saunders. 
Thank you, Steve, for all that you do for the show. With that, hope that you have a great end of the year. Happy New Year. And hope that you have a chance to get out there, hit those trails, and keep running your asses off. Hi, this is Jeff. And I'm Angela. And we're two big-ass runners from... Wait a minute. Whose ass are you calling big? I've lost over 50 pounds this past year. It's just the name of the podcast, love. Hi, this is Jeff. And I'm Angela. And we're two big-ass runners. You know, I was never allowed to say that as a kid, and I'm still uncomfortable with it. Really? It's just a damn donkey, Jeff. Hey, is Marcy going to be on this episode? (laughs) And then the second thing I wanted to chat about... Scratch that part, Steve. But there's something about the algorithm that will pop the podcast up before all other ones if scratch that part too also is an athlete she was a cheerleader at smu scratch that they train you to use food and fluid to activate your performance go go. and i think for me well i I had a question that sort of just left my mind (laughs) so i was gonna say before uh well hang on Steve, I'm going to record a little bit of a, of a uh, close so you can use your magic to piece this together. You're a wizard, Harry. Hey, Timmy Time. What's up, Jeffy? You know what time it is? Oh, wait. That's yes. the wrong one. <laughs> it's not Timmy Time. Marcy has gotten something clogged in her throat and is coughing. You give her the Heimlich? I'm there, going Timmy down. He wants to give her mouth to mouth. Timmy Time, that's, like, no. that's awkward. I'm drinking Timmy Time's water. I'll be okay. Um, volunteer Uh-oh. wise. Uh-oh. Oh, I think I'm doing volunteer wise. Oh. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> oh, you're not? Okay. No. Our Cut vacations. Never mind. Cut that because our vacations are getting in the way. <laughs> I was going to miss like three months in a row and I was like, mm, maybe uh, not yeah. this year. You'll be like Charlie with a regular job. <laughs> yeah, nope. Can't come. can't come. Sorry. Not the lake. I'm going to be. <laughs> Here, <laughs> yeah, cut all that, Jeff. <laughs> Steve, cut that out. It'll probably end up in the blooper reel at some Please point. Do. Some point. Uh, I can yeah. work Mondays. Nice. <laughs> no, because I'm bubble bathing. Oh, on that's Mondays. right. Tuesday. Mondays are out. Fifty-two days Mondays a year. They're super busy. Except for the vacation. This is a super long busy. bubble bath. <laughs> Knocks out a whole day. I love it. I plan on being really wrinkly when it's all over with. <laughs>